0: Welcome to Parenting Matters. This is Parenting Matters, where we talk about parenting matters. Why? Because parenting matters. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Parenting Matters. This is a uh, wonderful little podcast that if you haven't subscribed to, we would definitely beg you, plead with you to, what would you say? How would you ask them to tanya I,
1: I like beg and plead beg and good. plead yeah beg <laughs> and plead begging is great. and pleading we with are you not to above subscribe, that subscribe like us give us five stars
0: five stars on whatever podcasting app you're on uh and tell your friends tell your we'll friends you who have candy. young kids yeah hey two to five on saturday we candy. got lots of candy it's there's a bunch of it sitting behind tanya right now in our podcast room uh and she's being very good about I not I'm She's trying. being disciplined. So hard. She's disciplined. disciplined. Uh,
1: Not eating that candy.
0: Yeah, and that's tough. That's <laughs> really tough because she wants it, and I want to give it to her. But the reality is, she she doesn't want it. She doesn't really want it.
1: That's true. I don't really want it.
0: Yeah. Um. So this about week,
1: two o'clock today. That might change.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just Been there. Um, right. And this I have week. it in my office all the time. This week, we we're going to talk about discipline. We we're going to talk about disciplining our kids, how that's different than punishment, how that's different than consequences. That's uh, what is really discipline. Uh, and I don't know about you, Tanya, but for me, discipline in my house, it was called discipline, but honestly, it was really just punishment.
1: Yeah, definitely in my younger years, it was a lot of... Punishment, I don't know that there was a whole lot of discipline in my house as I got older. My parents divorced. We lived with my dad. Um, but uh, when we were younger, yeah, it was definitely a lot more punishment. And so, I didn't like it.
0: I spent a lot of time in my life in sports. Uh-huh. Yeah. And discipline in sports is very important, especially right. playing or a team sport. Yes. Uh, because if you're undisciplined, you're going to make mistakes that are going to affect everybody else. Right, right. Uh, and so, so that is my understanding of discipline, mm. right? Not... Uh, a punishment but a a tool to teach right a tool to put you in the right place so that when it comes time for you to make the decisions and the coach isn't standing there with you right. you make the right choice and parenting like, is very similar and and god um god raises us with discipline right he disciplines those uh, that he cares about disciplines those that he loves right and and that's, I think, a, a, a good starting point, a good jumping off point for understanding true discipline.
1: Well, I think, too, like even in Scripture, when you're talking about sports where Paul says, like, discipline your body and make it your slave. He's not saying, like, punish your body and Mm-mm. starve it and those things. He's talking about, like, tweak it, train it, make it do what you want it to do, bring it under control, basically. and and teaching you know teach your body to to be self-controlled and i think that's what discipline with kids is is teaching them how to control themselves it's not about punishing them it's it's teaching them how to discipline themselves
0: yeah which is yeah. which only comes if you have the attitude of raising good adults not raising right. good kids yes and, and that's what we've said from the beginning and that's what we'll continue to say when your goal what is your goal in parenting yeah is your goal in parenting to be your your child's best buddy and give them everything that they want, spoil them, give them all the things you couldn't have uh, so that they could be a good kid in front of other people in this moment. Or, and I would submit to you a greater goal, would be to have a child that you discipline and, and teach and show and love that will grow up and to be a successful, self-thriving adult. Right. That's what we're looking for.
1: And I think that is... One, it's just so important to, to know that you have a goal in parenting and everything, like you have to know where you're going if you want to get somewhere. But two, it's, it really seems countercultural to have the goal of raising good adults. It just seems like, and we talked about this, um, I think, last week, that the child is not the center of mm-hmm. of the family unit or your universe, but that's what we see in the cultural, culture around us, and that is the intent of, you know, raising good kids, make them the center, give them what they want. And so it is really important to know the difference of what you're doing and why you're doing it. Who do you want your kid to become when they're 18, 19, 20?
0: And this this, this, does also center around, you know, what kind of relationship do you want to have with your kids when they're adults? Yes. Um, Because we talked about this, I think it was kind of the line from the first week or the second week, Uh, when you raise your kids, you get to determine whether they're going to like you or they're going to be like you or even like you. Right. Right. So the way that you treat them, the way that you operate with them will determine whether they want to be like you or even like you when they get to be adults. And that built on last week's message, which was we don't get to determine the direction of our children's lives. We only get to guide them. Yes. Yes. And sometimes they're going to go in Stay a direction away. that is away from what we would get, we would right. we would have for them.
1: Yeah, and I think too, who are you going to be when your kids leave the house? And we talked about mm. that two weeks ago. I think when we talked about marriage, you know, the key to good parenting is a good marriage. Um, but that applies here too in discipline. If you are someone who needs your kids to like you in the moment, every moment, and then you spoil them and make them entitled. Then what's going to happen when they leave? Who's going to, you know, who's going to fill that gap, that hole, you know, that you're getting from your from your child um, to be liked and loved? If you don't have that on your own, if you aren't confident in who you are and the love from God, then you're going to have a hole when they graduate and move on.
0: Yeah. And so in my life, actually, Monday, I got to have lunch with my parents and I was uh, the big topic right now is what is Paige doing after high school? She graduates this year. What Ooh, is exciting. she doing? That's coming up fast. And, yeah. <laughs> it's moving fast. Yes, it's moving very fast. Uh, and she, she has a long-term boyfriend that she's had. He's very successful academically. He's probably going to end up in Indiana, Notre Dame, okay. some big, really nice school. Uh, and our recommendation to her is you should stay close to family. Mm-hmm. Uh, while he goes there at least until you know you guys are married yeah. engaged yeah and not at least but if you get married and engaged you gotta go but but don't travel up there just for a boyfriend right right no matter how much you care for him right now because especially
1: at this age you
0: get a couple states away and right. something goes wrong which again you know i know as a person who who got married young i know how much we change
1: right through those times. Right. I've been
0: through early twenties and into the late twenties and thirties and now into the early forties. I know how much we change each year. Uh, and that's exponentially greater when you're younger. And so, you know, I try to explain to her this, this, you may be right, but there's a high possibility that you're not.
1: Is that what she wants to do? And that's what she
0: wants to do. She wants to move up there. She wants to go to online college while she's up there, get a job, Okay. have her own apartment just so that they're closer to each other. They can see each other Yeah, that's and I hard. get it. So my decision is, do I use my influence, influence as the dad Father to influence. say, no, you're not doing that. Uh, I'm not going to support you. I'm not going to help you. I'm not going to do anything. If you do that, you're on your own, blah, blah, blah. I could do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or I could choose to be consistent in the way that I, Show her and tell her exactly yeah. what I want and then ultimately let her make her own decision. Right. Thankfully my wife was very especially at this very age. Very helpful. Yeah. yeah. At, at 18 years old, I or seven almost eighteen years old, my wife was very good about saying, listen, we could put her we could push her away right now. Right. Completely.
1: Mm-hmm. And we
0: don't want to do that. We don't want to fracture the relationship that right. we've cultivated for so long. Right. Because of something like this. She can't see you know, the hand in front of her face right now.
1: Right. Uh, And she's got sometimes the best ways to walk through it and to learn. And we all need those experiences.
0: Yeah. But it's hard as a dad. I'll tell you that right now. It's hard as a dad because I don't, you don't want your kids to go through, to go through pain, to go through uh, mistakes. But the reality is sometimes you have to let them live through that. And right now I'm living that.
1: One thing i loved from so we're kind of going along we, we mentioned the andy stanley series mm-hmm. on parenting right now and one thing he said is like when your child messes up like don't make a punishment ahead of time and then when they mess up and come to you, you act surprised <laughs> you yeah. know and like oh man you did that i am so sorry like that's terrible let's see what's going to happen so i think that's a great example of that like if lord willing it doesn't but if things go wrong, Paige moves up to Notre Dame. They break up. It's terrible. She comes home, and you just act surprised, like, "Oh, I hate that for you." Yeah. You know, I'm not. I told you so. I told you not to go up there. Yeah, I
0: told you so doesn't help yeah. anybody. Doesn't help anybody. But to love, love them through it, and that's kind of the yeah. message that overrides all the things in regards to parenting is love, love above all else. Yes, grace. And truth and all of those things are real and you can try and this is where we want to we want to try to control we want to try to yes. to manhandle and then fix the situation right. but all and that typically those, does is fracture
1: usually you have good intentions when oh yeah usually absolutely. like our need to control comes out of fear you're fearful for what's going to like you said what's going to happen to her you want to protect her so it's good intentions but poor practice <laughs> that's right
0: and so another the other thing is uh when you criticize and when you mm-hmm. critique. Uh, I'm a coach at heart, I've always been a coach, yeah. and so I, and I have a knack to see things yeah. about people and uh, I notice little things. And the hardest thing in the world for me is to not say it constantly correct.
1: I've noticed that with my husband lately i'm like tanya stop <laughs> correcting stop, stop correcting
0: picking. everything it's probably right for him yeah and that's a whole different ball game and different story that we need to get into in marriage matters but uh <laughs> the
1: point i get your point yes it's so sometimes when you're the parent or the teacher or whatever it's it's hard not to yeah. you know to see what
0: one of the things you i fix learned
1: and not fix it and not
0: fix it it's hard yeah. to do it's, it's really hard to do as a spouse uh, yeah, right. It's, it's harder to do as a kid because it's part of you. And a lot of times yeah. the thing that you see is the thing that you did or do, mm-hmm. and you hate it about yourself yeah. and you want them not to do it. Right? right. That's what I see in my son all the time. And I, I, I listened to the message, the session three from parenting in the 21st century. And it's all about the discipline. And it's all about how, you know, how your how is your relationship being yeah. affected in the way that you can react and create? Right. And, and does that really even matter? You know why can't you just love and discipline and show them? Um, and then I find myself yelling at my son, and <laughs> and, criti- and and criticizing and fixing and correcting and and, I, and often one of the things I learned in coaching is if you get onto someone, you need to go to them quickly after, uh-huh. put your arm around them, and let them know how much you care about You're them, right? Because ultimately that
1: you need to is restore what really the matters. That's right. right.
0: You need well, and you need to show them that the reason why you got onto them is because you care. Yeah, it's not because they did anything horrible that they're a bad person or that you don't like them right the reason that we get on to people and the reason we correct them is because we care yeah i tell kids all the time if i get on to you it's because i care about you it's because i love you uh i'd say that to my kids i say it to the kids that i teach in kids ministry i say what you need to worry about is when i don't get on to you Mm -hmm. if i don't get on to you that means that i i don't care about you anymore right and i have committed to caring about you even through the ridiculous times and I think, you know, for our kids, they need to know that and they need to hear that more than anything.
1: And I think one of the things he brought up in the session that I, I like is, so the the big thing here is love and honoring your kids and disobedience and... Um, things break relationship, right? When that's the whole thing is your kids are kind of breaking relationship. And, and so that needs to be restored. And so that's what he says. He says, you know, the main goal is restoring the relationship, but most of us don't come into the world knowing how to restore relationships. Oh. Right. So your job as a parent is to teach your child how to restore relationships. And so that's exactly what you're saying is, you know, you discipline them and then you come back and you say, I love you. And I did this because I love you. And, and you're teaching them how to restore that relationship and how to restore future relationships with friends or whoever but
0: and one of the things that that parallels that so well so okay the love is very important love is important and if you look at Jesus right if you're a Christ follower you watch the way that Jesus treated his disciples treated everybody around him right. treated the people that didn't deserve love he loved them unconditionally
1: but he loved he, them with discipline
0: that's right and he didn't but he didn't criticize every part of them right. he didn't uh, he didn't create a bunch of rules. In fact, right. the people that had the most rules, he absolutely gave the hardest time to, because when you create a crazy amount of rules, it's impossible to maintain consistency. Right. Uh, it's, un- it's impossible to, to keep that up. And, and so as a parent, look around and see the rules that you've made, right? Yes. What are the rules that you've made and why have you made those rules? What right. is the greater purpose? Is mm-hmm. it because it keeps sanity down at your house yes. or is it because you want to teach them how to love better?
1: And I think that's critical. Are you disciplining, punishing out of your own frustration? Is it about you that you're just so annoyed that they're beating on the walls and not that they should. But they definitely shouldn't. (laughs) But is is that like do you make a rule, you know, because it it makes your life easier. That's right. Or do you make a rule because it trains them to be a good adult?
0: And the discipline and consequence is where Uh, there should be an enforcing right if a kid is beating on the wall Mm -hmm. okay they're creating damage probably right uh there's scuff marks and things like that now you could go in there and be like there's no beating on the wall right and they're like "Mm, but i'm really angry right now and that's not helpful yeah right yeah and then you could say you're in trouble and you lose privileges if you continue to kick the wall right again speaking firsthand experience here
1: (laughs) kick the Uh, wall. you're a
0: I'm not a wall kicker, oh, but my okay. I've had wall kickers. In your house. Yes, gotcha. in my house. Gotcha, gotcha. And unfortunately for me, it was, we don't kick on the wall. If you keep kicking on the wall, you're going to get in trouble. Yes. Right? But the that reality seems normal is. normal and natural. A better consequence and a better mm-hmm. resolution to kicking the wall is when they're finished kicking the wall, no matter what damage it is, you sit down with them and you say, okay, uh, here's the deal. Here's what we're going to do from, from as a result of this. Um, you 're going to fix the wall mm-hmm. you 're going to repair the damage right you 're going to pay for it you 're going to take yes. the time to do it right so that next time you 'll realize if I kick the wall i 've got to fix it right right and i we heard some really good examples Andy has some really good stories of the way that they treated their kids uh, He said you know when they 're young, there are certain ways you handle it right. right like his his youngest little daughter, and I think his only daughter scratched an A in his brand new car. <gasps> And she tried to write the rest of her name too, but she was very small. And so he said he pulled his boys aside, and he was like, boys, tell me right now, who did this? And they both dimed out their sister. <laughs> and so he pulls her together, she's cute and she's small. And he's like, Allie, did you do this? And she said, yes, with a walk. <laughs> <laughs> and he said oh. she was proud yeah she was very proud he's like well why she, I was working on my letters oh and he's and she like, didn't
1: know better she, right of course
0: she didn't know better yes. she was a small child and so yes, she exactly he said now I could have lost my mind uh-huh. and said we don't ride on the car we don't do right. that but instead I chose to say Allie please don't practice your right. letters on my car anymore. Yes. It's not, that's not where we practice our place, letters. Yes. He said, at that point, that's it. That's the end of the right. conversation because she said, okay, daddy. Yes. And she walked away. Now, his son, on the other hand, had been uh, rude, very rude to a babysitter. Both of their sons, they had gone to a babysitter. They'd come back home and the report that they got was they were asleep when they when they were picked up but the uh-huh. babysitter said, hey, they were actually kind of a mess today and super disrespectful. Yeah. Uh, it's not like them. He said that the next day, the mom woke him up Took them to, they said, hey, get all your money. We're going to the store. Oh, okay, great. So they go into the store. They walk in like, mom, what are we doing here? She's like, well, you're going to buy flowers uh-huh. for the, the babysitter. You're going to uh, buy her some a nice gift. Right. And then you're going to write her a note. Yes. And then you're going to go over there and you're going to apologize and hand her these flowers. Yeah. Uh, and you're going to make it right. And you can, she said, they just, they just stared at her like. What? Uh, Because they needed to restore the relationship. They They needed to to be right. They didn't need consequences and punishments. And this is another thing that I do. I actually have started doing this with many people and and actually I do it to a lot of other kids. Uh, Somebody wrongs me Mm -hmm. and they come, they say, sorry. Right. I say, for what? And I make them say Say a full sentence. Yes. Because if you just say, sorry, you don't mean anything.
1: Right. It's just a something you're forced to do usually and yeah. i i do that with my teachers like they there was one kid and they were trying to force him to say sorry and i'm like it's it's pointless you if you right. just sit there and force them and then wait till they say the words that means nothing that means
0: nothing they, they pair it that easily yes.
1: well that kid didn't very stubborn <laughs> did not parrot it easily. but still even when they finally said it after all the things were taken away you know it, he has nothing. no idea. Yeah, nothing. nothing. Um, and so
0: you do that to your kids. Uh, yeah. I do that to my kids all the time. I said, hey, listen, I don't want just a sorry. Right. I want you to tell them why you're sorry. Yeah. And and when they're younger, that's more effective because their words are more important. Yes. And they have to try to figure that out. As an older kid, yeah, you can get a teenager. They understand <laughs> they're the manipulative. That, yeah, Sorry, dogs. Uh, so
1: I want to go back to your point, though, because I work with preschoolers. And so I try to, to help new teachers with this all the time. A two-year-old usually is doing something not out of disobedience but because they don't know. Mm -hmm. Two, three, four, all of them. Really, all the kids in my grade. There are some that are crafty.
0: I don't know if (laughs) you met my daughter. (laughs) Yes. She knows exactly what she's doing.
1: (laughs) But the point is like, you can't discipline them. Like you said, there's a difference between correcting a child who is doing something that they don't know any better Mm -hmm. versus disciplining a child who knows better. And so that little girl who wrote on the truck she didn't know so he just told her mm-hmm. and that's what you have to do you have to I, I tell them it's like training a dog they just don't know <laughs> until you train them that's right you know, after you've trained them if she keeps riding on the car with her rock okay
0: it's a whole um, different so ball game. it's
1: for parents with young kids be patient and yeah. think before you act like okay is this because they just don't know have i not told them or are they really acting out of disobedience
0: that's right and that's that's a very important thing to do because in the stresses, I mean, the, the most stressful time of raising kids is when they're super young because they're yeah. the most needy and you're the most tired yes, and
1: exactly and, you and you're just, the youngest. And you've you n- you've just, never parented before. That's or. <laughs> right. You just
0: want to. You want them to be past certain parts, yes. and but the reality is they're not. Yeah. And they need you. Yes. To be patient to show them uh, exactly what they need to do. Hmm. And that's hard.
1: It is hard, and it takes a lot of time Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of time
0: it does and And a two-year-old you have to
1: tell more than once and still (sighs) it's not disobedience they just have little brains and they forget
0: and if you listen if you do have that wonderful little gifted child that learns the first time congratulations but the reality (laughs) is most of the time that's not the case They you have to tell them over and over again and a lot of times you have to tell them very consistently which is why consistency is very important yes. and why it's so important that you model mm-hmm. the behavior that you truly want them yes. to to do because if you're modeling it then you can forget to say it a couple times because right. they still see it because they see it if it's right. real in your life it's, it's going to be real in their life yeah uh, and i think that's the difference you know if you're trying to make rules and you're trying to say all these things yeah you're going to mess up but you're the way that you're the way that you live your life is this sh- is the model that the kids are going to live after and they, that's that's how they learn it it's because mm-hmm. they see that more right. consistently than they hear of these other things I, right i find myself all the time going man did i say that oh man i left that out but my kids know it because they see it because they it. see it right so
1: and no one's perfect no one's going to model perfect no one's going to discipline perfectly but you you shoot for you shoot for perfection and then you land yourself, somewhere high up there
0: give yourself grace <laughs> yes when you mess up yeah, and don't and be vulnerable enough to go to your kid and tell them you yes, messed up.
1: Restore that relationship. So model just that. That's a modeling in itself.
0: One last story before we leave. Okay. Uh, so two nights ago, I was was a little tired. No, it was my birthday. Ooh. So yeah, so Monday, I was I don't know, I was a little tired, and you know the kids were just running around,
1: uh-huh.
0: and and Jackson loves to take care of the snakes. We have a oh, bunch uh-huh. of snakes that yes. are our pets and he Crazy. loves to take them out he loves to, to, to just hold them and then he puts them back. And sometimes he doesn't give his full effort
1: uh-huh. in
0: doing things specifically, yeah, specifically <laughs> in putting them Punished. up. Sometimes he just does it very quickly. <laughs> well, I came, I was checking all the waters and changing the waters right before bedtime. And I opened the drawer and of course, one of them was not there a and snake was not there a snake what he's trying was to not say. there it was a out snake was, was
1: missing in the house. his house
0: now in our house perfectly fine no big deal everybody else has told me they would have moved out at that moment mul- and burned it. Moment Jesse said, burning it Jesse said burning it down uh, <laughs> and
1: I'm with him me too
0: but so I I lost my cool a little bit because it had happened more than once yeah and I've explained one, to him yeah. multiple times and I was like man you, I don't understand why do you act like this why would you not just spend an extra few seconds just doing this and I was not happy and I was not I was not right and afterwards, they of course found the snake. It was no big deal. Put it back, everybody's fine. Snake's fine. And I had to go into his room and I said, listen, man, I'm sorry. I, mm-hmm. I love you. I hope you know that. I hope you know that I'm not mad at you. I, I just sometimes get frustrated and I, right. I'm sorry. And my son's really good because I've had to say sorry a lot. Yeah. So he, and he's always been a very forgiving guy. He said, no dad, I know you love me. And. You know, he, and we're good, but I try to limit those as much as possible because those do damage They do that, you know, even though he's good, right? it's still damaging. Right. And I don't want to do that. You never want to damage your kids. You love your kids. Right. Uh, so make sure that intentionally, when you're trying to discipline, you're disciplining in a loving and incredible manner right. that is not a punishment that is not uh, meant to, to harm them, right. you but want is to instead honor them. to honor yeah. them and to teach them. Yeah. All right, you got anything else? Right, I think that's it. All right. Well, listen, uh, discipline can be hard and you can do it. And sorry, there's no manual to yeah. tell us exactly how to do it. There's but no that's why parenting real matters. Sorry. Podcasts like this are very important so that you can get some key insights uh, to just propel you into other things. We're very excited and very thankful for all the people that have joined us and that continue to join us. Yes, thank you. Uh, we are so uh, thankful for you. Uh, if you ever need anything, you can reach out to us. Uh, we are here for you and we will be back again next week for Parenting Matters. You have a wonderful week. Goodbye. She didn't say bye today. I didn't. <laughs>